Welcome to Dual Delivery with Todd and Pat, where we give you our point of view. P-A-T, can I kick it? Yo, 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 yo. Welcome everybody in. Back in the building, baby. Tuesday, February 8th. Yeah. What up, dreamers and dreamettes? Yes, sir. How's your uh, week going? Man, it's going good. It's going really good. Um, you know, we got hit with that good 60 degrees. I don't know if it made it that high, but felt, felt like it. Like, yeah, yeah. It and so uh, sunshine always makes everybody feel a little bit better. And it's staying uh, dark, uh, uh, lighter a little bit longer. So that's good, too. So. It is nice. Yeah. I'm driving home, and I can see to unlock my front door. Because <laughs> when it, was, it gets dark at 530, I don't uh, – you get off work, it's yeah. dark. You feel like it's nine o'clock already, and you're yep. ready for bed. Yeah, and and uh, I can tell by people coming in the club too, their uh, mood has changed. So you can, oh. I can see a little bit more. They see that the end, the light at the end of the tunnel. They're like, "Oh yeah, we're almost done with this winter." Yes, and I, yeah. so it's, it's really cool. That winter blues. Yeah, at first I used to be like, "Man, there ain't no winter blues," and then uh, I kind of, I kind of felt it a little bit. You do see it. I, I get it. Some. I'm. Yeah. I go into winter because um, I like the outdoors, so passion with hunting and all that. And so that's when all the seasons are, right? Fall starts and into winter. And um, once Christmas hits, though, I'm done with it. And right. I love Christmas, so, but, man, by February, I'm dragging, man. Yeah, yeah. I work slow for us just because there's not much going on, but up at Rogers Sporting Goods and um, – I don't know. We're getting, we're not far off. Yeah. Staying light out. Yeah. It's been a good week. I leave next week. Oh, yeah. Um, I've got a uh, national convention we're going to in Nashville. Sweet. Uh, NWTF, National Wildlife Turkey Federation. Okay. Uh, it's their big banquet out there, and all the companies come. And so we're going to go out there. And should be fun. I've never been to Nashville. That's cool. Yeah. They said, uh, I heard it's nice, man. Yeah. Take like New Orleans in the north or something. I don't know what you want to call it, but yeah, I I just like I like places that there's a lot to lot to do. When there's a lot of stuff to do, I like it. Where'd you go? Uh, it wasn't Nashville, didn't you go to Tennessee not that long? Yeah, ago? Yeah, we went to Tennessee. It was it was phenomenal. Where we, was that at? Uh, we were in. And I, uh, what was that? You guys? I want to say Chattanooga, that? but it wasn't no Chattanooga. No. Um, we stayed at dollar, one dollar Parton's places. And it was it was phenomenal. Uh, and then we got to go hiking, which I love being outdoors and in the wilderness to be able to see waterfalls, rocks, trees. I like that kind of stuff. So uh, it was cool to be able to be out there and seeing all that. And we seen some bears. Oh <laughs> man, I, I never seen a bear in real life. So it was kind of trip. It kind of tripped me out when I first seen. It. I was like, "There's bears in the trash." What are they doing? What are we doing? Yeah. And so uh, we definitely stayed inside. Someone call 911. Yeah. No, you, no, it's normal. Yeah. And so we, we just watched them just eat the trash. We was fascinated. Other people, they were just carrying on like it was nothing. Just but, watching them take pictures. Yeah, they were, they were, they just carried on like like it was a normal thing. But us being out of town, that was new to us. So we were like, do we get them out of there? Do we feed them? What do we do? And so we just watched and, yeah. Throw them out your extra and, bacon. And made sure that uh kept our head on a swivel so we didn't feel, feel them claws on our back. That house you stayed in was ridiculous. Yeah. How many was, people went out there? And there was almost uh, there was almost 40, almost 50 people 
yeah. that one house, and, and that dude, one house and it was multi bedroom. Oh, multi bedroom. It was it was a cabin. It was super dope, and everybody slept comfortable, and you had plenty of room, so nobody was on top of each other. So that was great. What was the? Uh, Katie was telling me about the bridge or whatever. You guys, <laughs> so I'm not a I'm not a heights fan me neither, either. Boss. <laughs> so I, for people that don't know, I hate flying. <laughs> crazy i used to do roller coasters i don't yeah. like them i'll get on them but like i'll take uh i'll go get those dollar alcohol shooters yeah at price chopper <laughs> so like next week we fly out thursday yeah i have to down one or two of those <laughs> i don't like heights but you get you guys went across that bridge yeah that oh. was, so it was you know you, you don't want to be the one that's not being a team player so everybody's on the bridge and everybody's going across well about halfway through I realized that the middle is is glass. And so I'm like, what? And so I was cool because I was in a bunch. And then once we got up there, it was like everybody's trying to take pictures on the glass and doing all this crazy stuff. So I was just like, when I get up here, watch out. I'm, I'm running across. I'm not about to just stop. And so get out of my way because I'm coming. And so as soon as I got up there, I just took off. Yeah, I was like, "Get me across this thing." That's crazy. So. Yeah, I don't mess with heights. I did the. Yeah, I never, uh, I never have, man. I never really liked it. the highest bridge. I did the Royal Gorge Bridge. Yeah. Um, in gosh dang it, some I think it's Nevada or whatever. We were on family vacation, but the Royal Gorge Bridge it goes across the Grand Canyon. At the time, it was like the tallest, like cable bridge, suspended bridge. Yeah. And it was like wood, and there's like little cracks, you know. It's like a thousand feet Gee. over the Grand Canyon, and you're walking across, not too bad. But you get about halfway out, <laughs> that and then I laid down <laughs> oh. and looked down, nope. like no. no so we get across on the way back, so you can drive across it too. Mm -hmm. Everything was fine when it was just people walking across, and some dude roll his car through there while I'm on the bridge. Oh no gone <laughs> i was like flash <laughs> i don't mess with that yeah yeah i'm not a hype fan <laughs> me neither we did the uh the oh it's like a tram that goes straight up yeah. to the top of uh pike's peak that was wild at least i'm my feet are on the ground yeah but it's crazy yeah i'm not a hype fan me neither but you guys got a vacation coming up yeah in here soon too next in march we we head out to Orlando. Hey, so get that nice weather. Yeah, I'm super excited. Super excited. Yeah. Should be fun. Just yeah. a, it's always good to just reset. So just a little reset. Uh, have a little bit of powwow, and then come back and boom. Right. Get right back to the grind. The wife wants to go on because we usually take a vacation every year, whether it's tropical but somewhere warm. Yeah. So usually out of the states, Caribbean, cool. Mexico, or whatever. So we're deciding: do we want to? Because we want to get a new Jeep. Oh. And uh, nice. so you take a small trip because if you go on any trip you go on, it just costs money. Yes, sir. Either way you look at it. Yes, so sir. I don't know if we will, but it's nice to go reset, like you said, yeah. and get ready. Yeah. Like a little teaser for your for your summer. For sure. I know. Yep. I'm excited. That's that's I don't have any trips planned, but I am I'm ready. Fishing season's coming up for Anybody getting ready to do that? Uh, turkey. I call it the spring trifecta. <laughs> so kill a turkey in the morning. Yeah. And then find some morel mushrooms. <laughs> and 
um, and then catch crappie I'm on um, the same day. Skip the first two. Call me for the third one. And have a have a fish fry. Yeah. Call when me dad, for the third When one. dad does that turkey fish fry. Whew. Oh, that's hot right there. <laughs> now we're cooking with hot grease. Put a little Franks on there. Yeah. Sriracha. That's a, yeah. That's a good day. Yeah. So I'm ready for that and fishing in warmer weather and boating and doing all that. Yes, sir. You got any vacations coming up, Clay? You going anywhere? Uh, we're going to do anything. Our, I think we're going to do our uh, honeymoon. Honeymoon. Ooh. Talking about St. John. Oh, we got that new love or, puppies. Not St. John, St. Thomas. Oh, that'd be Ooh. nice. I really want to go to St. Croix. Just though. you two? Yeah. Gotcha. Nice. Honeymoon thing. Because you, you did, uh, so Clay's, I mean, newly married. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys did a basically a private type ceremony. Yep, in um, Colorado, Colorado, nice. which was beautiful. Like nice. that's cool being up there in the mountains. Oh doing yeah, a, oh yeah, yeah. I'm all in on that. That looks sweet. Dude, so it was. But you had I can't even explain how parents, awesome it was. Parents, sister, yeah, family, just real just family. close family. That's and then cool. and then we did a big shindig at your place. Yep. Yeah, that's kind of what we did. We did the. Got married on the beach, yep. you know, with family and, and anybody in the wedding party and then came back and had a big one. Had a big big reception party blast. So yeah. Wouldn't I don't do know. it any different. <laughs> yeah. That's kinda what's going on. I don't right. I don't have I'm boring. I, go to, <laughs> I really am, man. Speaking of trips, do you uh do you hear about Southwest? They're uh, bringing back back the alcohol. They did okay, so Finally. I've been wow. I've been waiting for that. Yeah. Especially for me. Yeah. Cause I don't like flying, so I usually drink on the plane. Yeah. As soon as they come around, hey, what you got? Vodka Sprite. I don't care what it is. Just get some liquor in me. I've only done it once. Uh, it was actually um, before we got married, when we went to Vegas. Okay. Uh, we had the whole group on there on the plane, and yeah, that was the first time I ever drank on the plane. So it was kind of it was kind of crazy. And then I talk a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so it was. I was sitting Nervous in the middle. On, yeah, on the way back from our cruise that we went on. Yeah. And uh, I think it was the cruise or when we took the kids to Florida. But I, I drank a decent amount before I got on the plane. Older lady, nice gal, sat next to me by the window. I was in the middle, and the wife was on my right side. And I talked from takeoff to landing the whole time. <laughs> Sonia's trying to sleep. She's pissed. but can't say anything. And I just talked that old lady's ear off the whole way. Nice. It was a good time. Got a whole trash bag full of them shooters from Walmart. <laughs> so now I got a drink before I get on the plane. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if Southwest, that's my jam. I love Southwest, and uh, yep. so if they're bringing back the liquor, should be fun. Yeah. Yes, sir. It should be fun. I've got, I've got a hot topic I want to bring oh, yeah? up to you. What yeah. you talking about? Let's see. Yeah. Have you heard of the Whoopi Goldberg incident yet? Man, I, I did. I did hear about that. We talked about Joe Rogan last week. Yeah. So I thought this was a good tie-in to that. Because sure. we were kind of discussing the whole censorship, freedom of speech yeah. thing. And I think we were on the same page of um, not censoring basically yeah. anybody. Right. I mean, per se, you know, um, Freedom of speech, and, you know, as long as you're not, uh, you know, I was looking at, obviously, you can't say, like, fire in a movie theater. <laughs> right. Because that creates panic, yeah. and people can die. There's yeah. been incidents of oh, that. Oh, yeah, for sure. You don't want to yell bomb on an airplane. Right. Um, you don't want to incite violence. Right. So to speak. But even that one gets tricky. 
Yeah. Because there's times like the ACLU, which defends freedom of speech across the board, there's incidences where they had to defend um, the KKK doing protests, right? Right, right. So where do you draw the line of inciting violence? But they were okay. They weren't creating violence themselves. In that instance, you know, that's a little tricky. Yeah. I, but they defended them, but they were totally against it. But just because they were against it, they're like, hey, yeah, freedom, man, that's America, baby. Yeah. yeah. So the whoopee thing, if no one uh, caught it, this would have been early. Well, she so she was talking about Nazi Germany and Jews and the Holocaust. Right. And, and she came out and said that it wasn't about race with the Jews. Right. And everybody, it blew up. Crazy. Yeah. 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 It yeah. blew up real big. They were talking about it. What book? It was some book that they were talking about. It was a, yeah, so that's how it's, yeah. That's and I forgot started. the name. It's something, in, mouse, in something mouse or something. I don't know. Banning, yeah, yeah M A U S. Yeah. Um, banning a book yeah. because of what it showed about Nazi Germany and right. the Holocaust, and it was too graphic. Yeah. And, um, which I don't, I'm on the whole thing of not banning books, um, so to speak, as long as you're, Maybe you need a parent's signature if the kid's too young. Right. And you decide, hey, I, I would rather my kid not have that option to see. Yeah. So then you got to go to the librarian or whatever, and there's a, you know, figure out a solution. Sure. Um, so she says that everybody blows up. She did. She got a two-week suspension. Um, she did apologize. Yeah. But like we were talking, I don't, I'm not so sure she needed a two-week suspension. Yeah. The, yeah. The show, you were telling me this, I was over at your house Sunday, and the show is called The View. The View. <laughs> like, yeah, it's an opinion-based show. 100%. No different than, you know, Joe Rogan has yeah. people on, and that's their opinion or their view or what yep. they feel is right or wrong. Say whatever you got to say. Let me digest it. Right. And then I'll take what I need, or I'll discard what I don't need, and I'll keep it moving. But this one, I was just like... The, the show is literally called The View. She don't need to be suspended. The show ended, and you can say whatever you need to say. Hey, but don't, 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 don't keep her off the show. I'm not, I'm not a proponent of the, like, I don't watch it. I don't need um, I do watch some of Joe Rogan's podcasts, depending on who he has on. Like, right. I have some comedians on that I like or uh, some hunting guys on there. And I don't watch them all. There's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't know if I've ever watched a show on the view i've i've seen some clips yeah. and it just wasn't for me nope. and that's fine yeah um there's shows that i watch but like you're talking about digesting information people are going to give their opinions whether they're right or wrong yep. or they're going to give you what they deem are facts sometimes those are wrong too yeah and then you should be able to take that and come up with your own what is right or wrong to you yeah to a certain extent yep. you I mean, we're just, but this has been going on. It's not just with Joe Rogan and Willie oh, Goldberg. No. This censorship thing and the whole, yeah. um, people want to call it the woke culture, yeah. um, whatever you want to call it, but we're trying to cancel everybody. Yeah. And, and some of these people are keyboard warriors and they're trying to get their fame 
in my opinion, by, yeah. ooh, I'm going to leak something this person said yep. and try to get them canceled. And I'm going to be the one that started this fire. It was almost like, a, remember back in the day when uh, everybody was trying to come up with a word to be put in the dictionary and Beyonce mm -hmm. got bootylicious. Mm -hmm. And so everybody was trying to figure out that thing to be able to be like, at the end of the day, we all want to be famous in some in some sort of way. Mm -hmm. And so we're trying to figure out what niche can we do to be able to get that fame? And I think this is one of those things where it's like, uh, that's offensive. I'm going to cancel that. We need to cancel that. Everything's offensive yeah. to everybody now. All I mean, there's just, I didn't even, I'm not even going to look them up because there's so much. Oh, I'd yeah, have a thousands and thousands. <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, and if you the, knew him as a person, just from, I've seen a lot of interviews. One, he doesn't do interviews really, but right. I thought a great episode was he did a interview with David Letterman. Yeah. After um, he went on his hiatus. This was um, actually I don't know if it was right after or before the whole cancel culture yeah. tried getting him with the Netflix special. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's the thing. The Netflix special and every like he loves everybody. Oh yeah, and he's just you know like comedians is really funny when people try to cancel comedians. Yeah, it's all a joke. Yeah, I I don't know maybe I don't even like the two Richard Pryor and George Carlin <laughs> like those two and the stuff they said back in the day, yeah. <laughs> dude. They'd be canceled after their first show. Their first show, yes, sir. But what I what I laugh about is uh, that's the whole reason why TV was invented. It's to be entertained. And so now that we're getting entertained, now we have choices. Oh, I don't want to be entertained like that. It's just like, don't watch it. Don't watch it. Really? And for the people that are upset with the Joe Rogan podcast. Don't listen. Then don't listen to it. And why are you listening to it then if you don't agree with what he's doing yeah. or you don't believe in what he said? Um, like the N-word came out. That yeah. was a big thing, right? And um, I'm going to show you something here that I've got uh, uh -huh. from a guy that we know, but I'll tell you in a second. <laughs> um, so this came out from the U.S. Holocaust Museum in a subtweet about what Whoopi said, just to lay some kind of context maybe on yeah. the thing. So they said, quote, Racism was central to Nazi ideology. Jews were not defined by religion, but by race. Nazi racist beliefs fueled genocide and mass murder. And obviously, I think we can all agree that that was a terrible. Oh, yeah. For and sure. I don't. I went back and listened to what Whoopi said. I don't think she had ill intent on what she said anyways. No. Um, maybe an ignorant statement. Um or or not well worded. We all say stuff that's even. Oh yeah, you're. You got to understand. You're in the heat of you're in the heat of a moment because she already got. Like we're taping a show right a, now. Yeah, and if I felt like, not saying that you would, but if you said something that I felt like you kind of attacked a little bit, I'm gonna my chest is gonna raise up a little bit, and I'm gonna get a little bit louder, and mm -hmm. and I'm gonna be like, but. It, at the time, that's where that's where it's at. Now, after everything is over, uh, I might say, "Hey, man, when you said that, that kind of made yeah. me feel some type of way." And does does unless you know the person real well, yeah, it's hard to cast a shadow on them or dismiss them 
off of one thing or even 10 things they said, right. if you've never even sat with the person and had a discussion, yep. you brought this up last week and we don't listen to anybody. Right. And then when we do sit down and you try to listen, you get heated and then you just dismiss everything. So you're not really listening. <laughs> and then it's just an argument. Yes, it's pointless. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's kind of my thoughts on it that we did. Someone said this and it kind of ties into what I just said, but I think what she said came from ignorance more than hatred. Right. It was not well worded. Yep. What she said was probably not the correct thing to say because the Nazis did identify the Jews as race, but I get what she's saying as a black woman. Yeah. And she walks down the street. It's easy to identify another black person. hundred percent color of their skin. Right. Harder to identify who's a Jew. Right. I is kind of, and I think everybody could at least agree on that. Right. But that is how Nazi Germany identified him. It wasn't their religion. It was their race. Yeah. I mean, they talk about it. Um, but freedom of speech, you know, doesn't mean your freedom of uh, criticism or consequences, right? right? So, like saying bomb on an airplane, right? Um, it's it's to protect you from the government overreach, not from your peers. Right. If I say something that upsets you, you can judge me back, and then you can say what you want. And I think that's kind of where we're at in this. Yeah. Um, that's that's my take on it. I I don't I don't watch it, but I'm not taking what she says, and it's gonna ruin my day. And I'm gonna <laughs> try to figure this out. Yes, like, sir. We need to get to a point where people can express their opinions, right or wrong. Yep. And then you should be able to judge. I had someone tell me this. Well, what about for kids? Well, first off, if they're four or five, they probably don't recollect what's even going on. Right. But let's just say they're 13, yeah. 14, yeah. still a kid. They kind of understand, though, what was said. Right. Um, then as a parent, maybe that's where you need you to step, step in, in and yes, have a sir. talk with them. Sit them down and say, okay, this is what he said, like in Joe Rogan's case. Yeah. He says the N-word. That's not something that should ever be said, ever, Right. by a white person. I'm not so sure it should be said by a black person, but I'm not. Right. For me, I'm right. not, it's in rap songs. It's all, you know what I mean? So, um, so, but that's where you, so what if, I had this debate with a friend of mine the other day. And what if it's a kind of like, how do I say this? It's okayed by that person or whatever to say. You mean it. if you're friends and you said it to them and they, it's right. okay. So for, for so me, if, I would never do it. Right. I mean, and there's a bunch of people out there that would just do like, it and then like the see con- what the consequences were. But like, I think he brought like, up the and, fact that it's okay if you say it, if the person that you're saying it to is okay with it, which I mean, kind of goes with freedom of speech. If you say something and it doesn't offend anybody, then it's, you know. Right. I think it's a word that it just depends on what you're trying to like. If I never say it, then it shouldn't be said. Right. But I, I understand what you're trying to say because I, I know that there's other people that that's how they relate. That's how they, that's like saying you, my brother, and that's how they use like it. Saying what's up, man. I'm yeah. saying what's up the yeah. N word. And they use that as a, they use that as a communication skill. And 
It's lazy. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Because I know, I know you. I've known, yeah. you know, and you're married to my sister. Yeah. And Todd's a person. I mean, he. I've never heard him say a cuss word, but maybe twice. And he just doesn't. I mean, it's just not in his language to say the N word, a cuss word. Um, but to what he's saying, I do know that in some places a group gets together and it's just kind of a common language yep. of saying what's up my dude yeah they say that instead yeah. and that's just how they i i don't like it i hate the word um i know it's even in rap songs but that's kind of i don't know if that's just culturally based kind of like when your buddies get together and and so that's just what I, someone looked this up the other day and they thought you know eminem coming from a hip-hop background would have said it he's never said it yep. in one of his songs right um so that I mean, that's a whole subject of itself, just that word. But I think it has become, and I, you know, it's weird because I feel like I shouldn't even talk on the subject, right? <laughs> but that's what we're here for. Yeah. Is yeah. Uh, I think it's become too normalized to say. That's how bad the word is. Oh, yeah. Even yep. from a group of black guys, and maybe that's what they say to each other, I still think it's too normalized. Yeah. And, and it's just a bad word. I just laugh because, I, like I said, it, it, it is lazy. Now, There's so many other ways to communicate. And so why would you, if you don't, because the minute somebody says it that's not in your circle, now you so, got a problem. Yeah. And it's just like. Right. So, so that's. Right. It's your fault. Why, why even say it? It's your fault. Right. So that's what, that's what I was just going to ask you. If, if a, gr a group was together and maybe you and your buddies and, and it came out of their mouth, right? Mm -hmm. You probably wouldn't even get upset really yeah. even though you heard it if i'm there and we're family and it came out of my mouth you'd probably i i don't know if you might say something to me i even doubt you would but um but you probably have an issue with it even though we're family but then if a buddy says it like i don't know that's a tough subject yeah, yeah, yeah. it is so um, but the whole thing's, you know, the freedom of speech thing, but freedom of consequences, it doesn't, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You can say what you want, but doesn't mean you're going to get some backlash. Yeah. So if it offends somebody, I mean, it's freedom of speech until you offend somebody. Right. And right. so that's what I want. I, you know, how far is too far. Right. Right. Well, we're, we're, so on that Joe Rogan saying it, you have to have some sort of self-awareness, right? You're a huge icon. And he was an icon when he started these podcasts, or whenever these clips were, the right. X Factor. And, yeah. and So have some self-awareness. If you say that, mm -hmm. period, doesn't matter who you are. If you say it, especially on a broadcasted Spotify podcast yeah. or wherever, right. you're, you're going to get some you're backlash. You're going to get some backlash. You, you have to have some self-awareness that you probably shouldn't say that anyways. Yeah. Even but, if you're... But the how far, whoever. But the how far is too far... We're digging stuff up. Yeah, yeah. From 10, 12, or like... Uh, that's what uh, I don't like. When right. presidents, that's the biggest one, right? Yeah. When, you, when you're trying to become president yep. and you're running, what yeah. do we dig up? We dig up everything. Way stuff when, when they were in college. Kid yeah. Or college. <laughs> or he did drugs or he said this. I seen or, him in the party. Okay, first off, when you're young, <laughs> you do dumb shit. All the, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not that same person now. I've grown. And so, and, and I'm sure that's what happened to Jim, uh, Joe Rogan. I would hope that he's grown. He's grown from that. Where he was at, that's probably where he was at. And then he grown, he grew from there. And now he is where he is now. And it's just like, he's probably like, dang, I can't take it back. <laughs> so it's just like, you borrow on the fry. 
you can't borrow no fry. You ain't going to give it back. <laughs> right? We did some dumb shit when we were younger. Yes, sir. I'm not going to go into all of it. Oh, yeah. me and Todd did some dumb shit. <laughs> but here's the thing. I would never go do that now. Right. You know why? Because I know it's a little crazy, some of the shit we did. Yeah. Okay? People grow up, but, I mean, is there a limitation on this stuff? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Right. You, you got to be like... You got to be present. So whatever I've done. Now, if I do something tomorrow, bring that up. But if it's something way longer, man, let that die. Let that rest. We got to let it die off. Yeah. Oh, that's what I, ooh, I got to, I got to. Bring it. Bring it. So Joe Rogan has a lot of people on. And I'm going to read this verbatim pr- pretty much. Um, I'm not going to misquote anything. I am going to change some of the words in there because we were just talking about this. There's some N words in this uh, quote that I'm not going to repeat because um, I got self-awareness, as Clay would say. <laughs> hey, and, and I'm not going to say it. So um, if you don't know this person, check him out. Yeah. Read his book. It is life-changing. Yeah. But it's uh, David Goggins. David. The man is a beast. Yeah. The ex-Navy SEAL, ex-everything, ultra-marathoner, just the dude lives life to the, to he's the fullest. A, he's a bad man. Yeah, yeah. So he's friends with Joe Rogan, black guy. Black guy. Yep. Just to, to lay some foundation, he's a black guy. And he puts this out. I've been attacked by a few people for being friends with Joe Rogan as of late. Right there. One, this has nothing to do with David Goggins right. because of what Joe Rogan says, the N-word or whatever. Yeah. So we're going to blast this dude because they're friends. Funny, you must have mistaken me for someone who actually gives a fuck about your opinion. <laughs> If you don't know David Goggins, he's going to tell you that oh, like yeah, it is. He's going to drop the He don't give two words, shits. Like, no. Yeah, he, he just drops you them. You got to check no. out some of his videos. <laughs> but he said, uh, first, do I think Joe Rogan is racist? No. Was Joe Rogan wrong for saying the N-word? Yes. And I think that's something I think we should all agree on. Yeah. I don't think Joe Rogan's a racist. No. What he said was wrong? Yeah. 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 You gotta have some more. You shouldn't have said it. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he goes on to say, when he was growing up, even in his later years, he was called the N word more times than he can count, and it wasn't the N word; it was yeah. the full word. And he was, he, I from reading his book. I mean, he was bullied all through school and called the N word oh, yeah. all that's, the time, like small right. rural towns. So you yeah. can, I mean, it was just crazy. Um, but this is what we're talking about. How far do you go back and dig shit up? So he talks about the fucked up thing about all of this is that all eyes aren't on Joe because of his use of the N-word. Yeah. All eyes are on Joe Rogan is because of the doctors he had on to talk about COVID. Yeah. But when that didn't work too much, what yeah. did we do, right? Like Rog- uh, David Goggin says, um, they're using race, which is a real emotionally charged divisive subject as a smokescreen for yes. the real issue. And that's what pisses David Goggin yeah. off. Yeah, we we gotta bring race up. If something else isn't working, yep. they always try to do it. They try to divide us any way they can. They they this right here. They don't like this. They don't and like black. They white like having a podcast. Why together. y'all why are y'all doing this? And so it's so cool to be able to see like when people actually can see it and just be like moving on. Because at the end of the day, we all have a heart. It's all beaten. We all mm-hmm. bleed. It's all the same. And it's okay for us to have different 
but that's just the way we've been brought up. So we have different, we're, we're definitely going to have different backgrounds. Yes. And so I want to hear about it. Man, you eat chicken? Cool. I eat chicken too. There's things you probably grew up dealing with yeah. that I would never have to imagine. Right. Um, but we can't come together, listen to that, hash it out, and be cool. Yep. You were telling me a story, and obviously Todd's my brother-in-law, <laughs> and uh, you were walking Cato. Yeah. And this is a great story, and I actually have, and if I m- misquote something or say the story wrong, then then check me on that. So, But I've thought about it a lot since you told me this story. We started talking about it um, during the George Floyd incident right. is when you brought it up to me. And you said you were walking Cato in your neighborhood. And so people don't know, nice neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's that's like... A lot of cops live up there. Yes, it's sir. super protected. Doesn't mean that there's not crime, but it's a right. super nice neighborhood. Predominantly white. Yep. You're walking Cato down the sidewalk, and I don't know, it was a van, I believe, that pulled up next to you fairly quickly and stopped. Mm-hmm. Your first instinct is, oh, shit, yeah. what's going down? Kind of based off the color of your skin. Like, what's going on here? Now, I don't know what the person needed directions or right. something to that effect. Yeah. And I've 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 actually thought about that a lot. I was just thinking about it the other day telling a guy at the store. So that's how much I've thought about it. It's been like a year. <laughs> Here's the issue, right, that some people don't see. If I'm walking in your neighborhood and that happens, my first thought is this guy's or person or whoever is not going to attack me because I'm white. Maybe they're just, that's probably not my first thought. But that was one of your first thoughts was, shit, black guy out here walking his kid, and they're just going to, you know, especially with what was going on at the time, right? Yeah. And that's a problem. Yeah. That that was going through your mind. Yeah. Terrible. Yep. So that's a, it's a crazy, and that's just one little incident. Oh, yeah. So, and I would never try to guess, but you know, what you've all been through, and I can't relate to it. I just can't. But that's where we all need to come together yeah. and listen. 100%. Listen to each other. Yep. Yep, and go through it. So that's that's a wild story. Um, speaking of... Uh, self-awareness. Self-awareness, yeah. <laughs> speaking of self-awareness... <laughs> so I had to get that in but there But it's a somewhere. scary moment. You know, you got my nephew. He yeah. was three at the time. Yep. You don't know what's going on. Yeah. Are they pulling up because this whole crazy you know white versus blacks and it's just this race and this race baiting we got to stay divided the strongest thing and the scariest thing our government could ever fear is whites and blacks coming together oh yeah 100 percent. oh man because then you're unstoppable yep they can't they can't pull anything over our eyes no and so anything that they say we can call we can play that game bs yep (laughs) exactly um did you i know Kind of, we went from whoopee to that. But that's <laughs> <laughs> we could go on. There's a lot oh, which yeah. we need to discuss. But For sure. Um, did you watch the? Uh, we can go from that to this. But did you watch the Pro Bowl? Any? The, oh man, I, I think I've watched one play. I turned it on and fell asleep. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I watched one play and I was like, 
I seen oh, in fact it was uh when when us what's his name ran and then he ran to the end zone and did his little dance. Oh Mac did the gritty. Mac yeah. Jones did, what did they call boy. it? The gritty. The gritty. But what was funny was I was like, what happened? Because he just everybody just stopped. <laughs> and he I was like going. Do they they don't get the hit the, What? What is is this flag football? Yeah. And so I was like, Oh, I'm out. I'm out. Did they actually call it a touchdown? I thought it was a no, uh, no. they uh, called it. It was fourth and that's right. Fourth and short. Yeah. They go for it. Yep. He gets touched two yeah. yards short. Like, literally fingertips. Yeah. They blow the play dead. He didn't even get stood up. No. Like, not tackled. Yeah. He just reached out. There's more roughness in flag football yeah. than what had <laughs> happened yeah. at the time. Yeah. It, it was embarrassing to watch. Now, I've got some takes on it. Which, by the way, I said last week it was going to be like 78 to 60 to whatever. <laughs> I wasn't that far off. It was 41-35. Yeah. The, the game is not what it should be. It's it's, it's an embarrassment, really. Yeah. And to be honest, I don't even care to see a Pro Bowl because I've already seen what, you, what you're going to do. And so when you're playing throughout the week, I'm seeing your best. And so I don't want to see you come to a place where – I'm not really going to see your best. You're just out there just trying to show me how far you can throw. I'd rather for you just to line up all the quarterbacks and see who can throw the farthest. I don't want to see none of this game stuff because I've already seen all of you guys' top. You've seen Mahomes yeah. be the best. That's why he was elected or selected for the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Why does he need to go out there and show anything? Not to mention, you don't get to see them play their best anyways. Nope. So nope. what does it matter? We were We were talking about this before. Yeah. So what are some ideas you can do? I, th- I think you have a Pro Bowl to celebrate the greatness of yeah. those people at their positions. One thing, you brought up bags. Yeah. How cool would it be you had the pros or a team of them, whoever yeah. wanted to enter into it, yeah. and they played the fans in a yeah. bag tournament? Come on with it. Raise Tyree. money, go to charity, right? Yeah, yeah. If it goes to charity, you can make it happen, right? You 100%. can't deny yeah, it. Yeah, you can't take yeah. If it's going to go to charity. 100%. Um, I think you move it back to Hawaii. That was always a staple and it gives you know Hawaii, right? So they don't have a pro team. It's right. hard for them to travel to go to teams, so it was always nice too for them to have the pro bowl. That is true. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. They get the Pro Bowl. I think you still do the skills competitions. I like that. Who can throw the farthest? Yeah. And I do not like to that mention, stuff. who can throw the farthest? Yeah. Is it Josh Allen? Is it Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. Is it Aaron? You know what I mean? I do like those those things, but as far as the game, I don't need a game. Just tell the me who, who made it. Cool. Not to mention, why would these players anyways hurt themselves? Yeah. One, they already added a game, so now we're 17 games yep. in a season, yeah. plus two preseason, and then you're going to add on. Um, well, no, and then if you get if you play in the playoffs, playoffs. you've got those few games, yes, so sir. you could be 18, 19 games, and then you're going to add on another game. Yeah. yeah. No. And do I want Patrick Mahomes, my half mil, a half I billion dollar guy, <laughs> go out there tearing his knee or ACL or whatever it is? No. Get rid of the game. Keep the Pro Bowl. Do some tournament, golf yeah. tournament for charity. You can have multiple things going on. Get the fans more involved, kind of like uh, play softball. Yeah, do something. Do a something kickball else. tournament. Kickball, that would be Ooh. dope. Oh, man. How about a flag football? Have the fans yeah, play do flag, flag football. football with some pros. Yeah. That would be and so awesome. you do all these different games, and the fans, depending on what you wanted to play, that's how you raise more money. Yeah. They buy tickets to get into that kickball yeah. or flag football. Yeah. Right? There used to be that show, Pros vs. Joes. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that, right? Yeah. 
Can you see Jeremy out there playing flag football? Jeremy with and Pat Mahomes. It, he'd, <laughs> he'd have, have his socks play. on. He'd have to play center. I'm kidding, Jeremy. <laughs> he'd have his Pat Mahomes socks on, and he would too. I don't know. We can do something. We're better than that. The For NFL's sure. yeah, plenty of money. They're better than that. I did want to speak in the centers. Um, Creed Humphrey, Creed Humphrey, who's the center for the Chiefs, and because I'm a homer, um, I'm going to talk about him a little bit since I'm a Chiefs fan. But so obviously you get selected to the Pro Bowl. Um, so there was a few rookie players that made it. Uh, Rashawn Slater, he's an offensive tackle for the Chargers. I don't know much about them, but you know those linemen guys, they just get dirty, but they don't get any recollect, you know, right? Any anything. So Jamar Chase, we all know about now. Yeah. Wide receiver Bengals, Micah Parsons, linebacker for the Cowboys, Mac Jones, quarterback for the Patriots, Kyle Pitts, who I think is going to be a beast, tight end for the Falcons, and uh, Najee Harris, running back for the Steelers, who he balled out this year. So those are some rookies that made it to the Pro Bowl. Um, besides Rashawn Slater, and I'm sorry, I don't know too much <laughs> about him. Obviously, he was really good. But of those other guys, <clears throat> who's your guy you're picking off that? Jam- Oh, man. So, I didn't get a chance to see a lot of the – well, I got – of course, I seen uh, Mr. Uh, Chase. So but uh, I really – I'm not even a defensive player, man. But I, I watched a lot of the Cowboys games because uh, – shout out to my boy Brady. Uh, so, I got to see Mr. Parsons play, and I really – I actually watched him on the defense. I wanted to see what he was doing out there. And on his way, I watched him because he – he told me this dude's mm-hmm. gonna be a beast. So I, I wanted to be able to call him and be like, "Yeah, your boy was out there struggling, he is, but he showed up." At, he is a beast. Poor yeah. Brady. He's a Cowboys fan. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's fun. Oh, it's a lot of fun. Oh man, <laughs> I'm sorry, Brady. We're going to get you on this show, man. <laughs> a lot of my friends. It's so funny. My my best friend when I was a childhood, he was a Cowboys fan. Sherrod, shout out to you, Mr. Dukes. But he was a Cowboys fan. And so it's funny having cowboy friends because yeah. you know I'm a Niners. They're so. still living in the past. Mm-hmm. Cowboys isn't America's team anymore. No, they they were they because were, that's who sure. was on TV all the time. All in the, the 90s. time. I mean, every Thanksgiving. Yeah, I was just all the like, time. Oh, I mean, you, that's God. who you saw. Kind of like the Bulls. If you grew yes, up in sir. the '90s, <laughs> all you saw were the Bulls. Yep. But that kind of became America's team for the NBA. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you if you had to pick America's team now, I would pick the Patriots based off of from 2001 to, let's see, 2020. Well, the year Brady left, so 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the team that was always on TV. Yeah. That was the team that won all the time. I don't know if they were America's team, but and I don't even know how you come up with that, who's America's team. Right. But, but they were on TV if, a lot, and I used to get mad because I was like, "This game is so." Boring. If you if you go by by wins and how good they are, old Cowboys, man. Yeah, yeah. You're living in the past for sure. The days of Emmett Smith are over. <laughs> Thank goodness. But it brings me back to Creed Humphrey. He was also a rookie, yeah. the rookie center for the Chiefs. So he started all 16 games, only gave up one sack. Wow. He was the highest graded center of all centers rookies and veterans by pro football focus he was graded out as the best center didn't make the pro bowl Mm. um so i think he got snubbed yeah 
didn't make the NFL All-Pro team, not to mention he was third. He wasn't even first or second. He was the third best center behind Jason Kelsey, the Eagles center, yeah. and um, Lindsley, the uh, Corey Lindsley, the L.A. center. Um, I don't know how that is, but highest grade center. And then he also isn't a finalist for rookie of the year. That one I can give you because yeah. that one's more of a, it's kind of like the MVP, right? Right. It, it always goes to a quarterback usually yeah. or the Heisman, right? Yeah. Um, so I can give him that, especially with the season Jamar Chase had. You know, we talked about Micah Parsons. Yeah. Um, Najee I mean, all those guys, oh, right? Yeah, so sure. you're a center. It's not flashy, but the other two, I don't know how you can be the highest graded center out of everybody. And only give up one sack yeah. and not make it to a Pro Bowl or yeah. the All Pro team, and, and maybe maybe not the Pro Bowl, but he's got to get go to get one of them. Like, yeah, he missed out on all three. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, but I did watch the game, and I think we need to change it some. And it's just speaking of boring, <laughs> <laughs> we had another boring <laughs> uh, event take place at the LA Coliseum. Yeah. The, yeah. the, what did they call that race? The the NASCAR race, the Clash of, not Clash of Clans. That's a video game, but Clash of something or whatever. Yeah. Col- Coliseum. Um. <laughs> so our buddy, our buddy Travis. This kind of comes from him. He wanted us to bring it up, and, yeah. and I didn't knew about it, but he makes a good point. What has happened? Yeah. If that's the future of yeah. NASCAR racing. Who was the person you were talking to? Yeah, I was talking to uh, Mary at the club today, and it was funny. She she was like, I didn't know what was going on. She was like, is this the Olympics or or what? Pit bulls here? <laughs> and, and then uh, she also – but she did like uh, how Blake was doing the commentary. She did like that part. Okay. And she was just like – but uh, as far as the track, she said the track was just trash, and she said – she said she just couldn't believe that that's what they decided to do and put out, actually. Yeah. they So they come out and say that it was a success, right? Which I don't know why they, they wouldn't. So as the NASCAR executives and everybody, yeah, they would probably promote it as being successful. 100%. But if that's the way they're going, that was trash. Yeah. I grew up watching NASCAR, Dale Earnhardt fan, right? And yeah. it was, you know, bumping and all that, which the, everybody's like, well, they were bumping and racing and all that. Well, yeah, no kidding. There was 30-some cars on a quarter-mile track. <laughs> the top speed on the straightaways was 75. Wow. I do that out of my driveway. Wow. The top speed in the corners was 40. Wow. So they was out there slow. A normal NASCAR race, you're pushing 150, 200. Yeah. yeah. So this is not racing. That was boring to me. When you get them all lined up, I mean, half the track is the cars. There's yeah. literally... I don't know. 4.28 million viewers. That's not. So that's not. If that's. To watch cars go around a quarter mile. But if that's that, crazy. But if that's not. If that number's correct, though. Yeah. That's not that many. I was about to say, I don't think that. Because they own stupid. that time slot. True. They own that time slot. And this race was built up to be huge. Just over 4 million viewers. 50, not that many. 50,000 fans in the stands, too. Yeah, with no masks on. <laughs> I just don't believe that. Was, that's how many people would watch that. That's mm. and those are your diehard fans. Yeah, because in and my in, in my eyes, 
That's the, if, mo- if, if it's I'm, the most since 2016. See, I don't believe that. Because if That's if funny. I'm a fan of that and you show me that, I'm turning it off because you just took that, away what I, I enjoy. That can't be correct. Yeah, I know. Look up, look up the Daytona 500. Most of, since the 2016 Daytona 500. Yeah, I don't believe so that. So let's just, okay, so let's take away the last two years yeah. because of the pandemic. So right. 2020 and 2021 don't count. Yeah. Because people were locked down. They had other shit oh, going on. I know, why they, I know why it was so many views, bro. Pitbull was there. Yeah. He had all these people watching. How much disposable income did they have? To, they literally right. built the track in this and then tore it up. Yeah. Gone. That's supposed to be the future next-gen car, all this crap. That is terrible. Yeah. And they call it the Clash at the Coliseum. Clash at the Coliseum. Crash at the Coliseum. Yeah, they crashed <laughs> at the Coliseum. It was a flop. Yeah. It was terrible. I mean, they killed it on the viewers, though. There's no I way that. Know. And the fans. And There's, the fans. I guarantee if they do that again, I, I How many fans? Uh, if it don't break 100,000, that ain't that many. Over 50,000 fan, fans in attendance. Well, then that's, okay, so the track was small. Two, hold on. Two-thirds had never seen a NAS, or been to a NASCAR well, race Well, no before. kidding. They're from L.A. <laughs> well, yeah, that all okay, the people so, that win. Like I said, this doesn't count because right. there's, that's why it was so huge. Because do that at Kansas <laughs> Speedway. There's three hundred thousand fans. Yeah, at a normal NASCAR event, there's over two hundred thousand. Yeah. So everything was small. Yeah, and I thought right. LA did it big. No, <laughs> I literally have more fun watching uh, the little kids or Cato take his little race cars and go around the track in the living room. <laughs> If that's the future, I'm not watching anymore. I wonder how much tickets were. Well, hopefully less than the Super Bowl out there. Man. Did you yeah. see that? Man. Dude. That is, yeah. I remember look, we were looking up the suites, and uh, <laughs> it was like, I don't even know how 100, much. 100,000, 98,000, yeah. 100,000 for Outrageous. a suite. It was something crazy. I was just, just like, oh. And I think Chad Johnson, he brings up a good point. He said, uh, can someone explain how the diehard fans of these teams are supposed to support their team and attend the game? The cheapest ticket I could find, of course, this is just a snapshot of SoFi Stadium, was 4800 <laughs> upper level, all the way in the nosebleed. And that doesn't count. That's just a ticket. That doesn't count airfare, hotel, uh, yeah, yeah. traveling, Ubers, taxis food yeah because you're probably going for more than one night yeah because everything's going to be up too yeah they'll inflate prices oh yeah and i don't know why they wouldn't so you're talking minimum six seven thousand a piece and that's upper level lower level is like uh gee 30 let's see here's one here thirty six thousand five hundred and sixty i'm buying a new vehicle i'm paying off the house (laughs) right Here's my thing on that. I know the Super Bowl, it's become this huge event, and it's like the most watched event besides maybe like the World Cup or something like that. Right, right. But just as a single event like that, it's it runs the gamut. There's nothing close. Yeah. Um, the teams are supported by all their fans throughout the year, season ticket holders, yep. bringing tons of money. Yep. I would venture to guess over 95% of season ticket holders for whatever two teams are in the – deal so Bengals and rams this year i bet over 95 percent of those ticket season ticket holders don't attend the super bowl they can't afford it right it's becoming outrageous you basically would have to sell your tickets through the season 
and hope that your team makes team it. Team makes it. And then you can be like, and, cool. Yeah, and you can't buy them, though, until the when Super Bowl tickets go on sale. I don't know when they go on sale, but it's after the playoffs have started. Yeah. So, yeah, you're taking a chance, but it's just getting outrageous. Yeah. And the bad thing is people like you and I can't attend. You got somebody that has attended every game of this regular season at their stadium. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then come Super Bowl, you, even if their team makes it, you can't afford a four or $5,000 ticket. No. Nope. That sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You can't go. You can't go support your team. You had a good season. <laughs> it, and it that's is. it. Can't see the rest change of it. it. The people getting it are these millionaires. Oh, yeah. These uh, oh, yeah. big companies. Yeah, companies get them. Yeah. FedEx, the past couple of years, uh, gave our store two Super Bowl tickets. That's crazy. You know, they're probably trying to get some business. But still, mm-hmm. like, but corporations, yeah, it. it's yeah. a corporate event. It's just outrageous. They need to change that, too. That, yeah. I'm gonna make me commissioner for a day. <laughs> they always say, "What would you do in a day if you're a commissioner?" I changed the Pro Bowl. I changed uh, the price of Super Bowl tickets so people could attend. You're still gonna make millions. Oh yeah, you're gonna make plenty. The the stadium's already constructed, so there's no payment for that. Right. So any money you make is already golden. Yep. I don't know why you have to make so much. Yeah. And they're gonna and they're gonna buy all kind of memorabilia. So <laughs> it's mm. like you're gonna you're gonna get yours for sure. You can barely go to a playoff game. Yeah. It was three. It was two ninety a ticket for the Chiefs first Bills game, lower level. The next weekend, same seats, six hundred a piece. Good thing I didn't pick that game. <laughs> I would have been crying. Wonder how much parking is. Oh uh, yeah. Well, during the season, Chiefs are what sixty bucks. Yep, something like that. I think, crazy. and that's gone up. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, it used, it used to, to be, be twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Royals games, 10, yeah. 5, 10, depending yeah. on how good they are. Right. Yeah. It's outrageous. They're they're making it so no one can go. Right. They want and then like $10 that. a beer, and they're just, oh, yeah. everything's outrageous. Oh, I bet it's more than $10 a beer. Well, that's for a shitty beer. <laughs> Most parking passes are 300 to $400. Jeez. For the Super Bowl? Yeah. Get out of town. No, thank you. I'm going to watch it on my big screen. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. And and, and unlimited food. <laughs> unlimited food. <laughs> Free refills. Three hundred dollars. I could cater some good shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. We're doing we're gonna do it big. And my party's gonna be as fun just as fun if not going to it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, go on. ahead. It says up to five grand for a parking spot. I bet yeah, if you want to Sorry, park- I'm stuck on this parking spot shit. <laughs> oh yeah. If you want to park up next to the stadium, can five you even, grand. Can you even tailgate out there? That's why I like Arrowhead. Uh, that's a good question. That's why I like Arrowhead. Yeah. Tailgate. That's fun. That's the best part. I don't ever want to have a downtown stadium. Yeah. We have to talk about that sometime. The Royals. That that got brought up again, but that's another rabbit hole. Moving that stadium downtown. Yeah. That ain't for me. That's what Kansas City's known for is tailgating. Yep. I'll take that away. Right. Speaking of the NFL. I wanted to give a Flores update. Um, we talked about it last week. He's suing the NFL, right. the Dolphins, the Giants, the Broncos, everybody. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Were we on a, I, I don't think it's about race for me, but no. there's another race subject, right? So yeah. um, the reason why I want to bring it up again, well, a few things. I had to do some research, and I'm going to talk about something I haven't told you guys. Uh-oh. And... 
I haven't heard it from ESPN or Fox Sports or anybody even bring up this. So I'm going to get your reaction on what I – I do some digging now. Um, but first I want to read the statement that his lawyers put out for him. Yeah. So Levy Smith got hired um, for the Texans. He got promoted to head coach. He was already on the staff, got promoted to head coach. Black, by the way. Again, we're laying the foundation here, folks. Stay with us, okay? <laughs> Pay attention, all right? <laughs> Pay attention, people. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, there it is. Okay. This is the statement, and this I will read the whole quote. Mr. Flores is happy to hear that the Texans have hired a blackhead coach, Lovey Smith, as Mr. Flores' goal in bringing his case is to provide real opportunities for black and minority candidates to be considered for coaching in executive positions within the NFL. However, we would be reminisced not to mention that Mr. Flores was one of the three finalists for the Texans head coaching position. And after a great interview and mutual interest, it is obvious that the only reason Mr. Flores was not selected was his decision to stand up against racial inequality across the NFL. What are you doing, dude? You're digging yourself a hole. Dude. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm not big on the Levy Smith hire. I, I wrote this down. So, one, they get rid of David Coley, who I thought maybe they should have just kept. Yeah. He had a tough year being the head coach. Your quarterback, star quarterback, Deshaun Watson, we're still waiting on the legalities of his right. sexual assault cases and, and allegations, but he's still a good quarterback, and he didn't have him. That hurts a team when your star quarterback's gone. So here he comes in. I thought he was a player's coach. He he got everybody to play hard the whole way through the year, yeah. even though they knew they weren't going anywhere. They let him go. They bring in Lovey Smith, who was on the staff already, and maybe they just wanted to keep someone that knew the players. Um, and maybe they're waiting another year until they – maybe this is a short-term contract thing. Right, right. Um, so a couple things. One – Lovey Smith, it's like retreading tires in the NFL. He's been a head coach. What was it, the Bears? Yeah. And we just, all these head coaches get fired, and then they just go to another team. Why don't we just try out new guys? Yeah. If it don't work out, they're gone in a year anyways. Right. Maybe you get a high draft pick. I don't know, but you can suffer one year. We need to find some new, like Sean McVay, you take a chance on him. He was 30 years old, right? Youngest yeah. head coach, coaching adults. We just, oh, he's gone. Well, let's bring in, let's bring him in. Since he got fired from that team, maybe he'll do good for our team. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, you want to hear my research? Please. <laughs> so I looked into something because he talked about executives, right? Yeah. So like GMs of that nature. So there's five black GMs in the NFL today. Um. So the first one is, uh, this happened this year, Chicago Bears hired Ryan Poles, who came from the Chiefs, hired him uh, for the GM. He went out and hired a white head coach, the GM. Black guy hired a white head coach, Matt Eberflus, the Colts defensive coordinator. The Vikings this year hired, and I, I feel bad, Kwesi Adolfo Mensa this year. Black head coach, he went out and hired a white head coach. Kevin O'Connell, the Rams offensive coordinator. 
The Browns, they hired Andrew Barry back in 2016, black GM. These are all GM hires. They hired Andrew Barry, GM, black guy in 2016. He left, and then he came back uh, last year, uh, came back in 2020. They went out and hired a white head coach, Kevin Stefanski, in 2020 offensive coordinator for the Vikings. Um, Martin Mathieu, who was hired by Washington in 2021, um, black GM. This one's a little bit different. This one, they do have a minority head coach, Ron Rivera, in 2020. And then the last one, the Dolphins, they made Chris Greer. So, speaking of, Brian Flores, black head coach for the Dolphins, gets fired this year. In 2016, they hired uh, Chris Greer, who's a black GM, by the way. And supposedly, um, some will say that Brian Flores got fired because him and Chris Greer weren't getting along. Um, who's a black GM. Um, they went out and hired Mike McDaniel, a white head coach, black GM. So four out of the five GMs who are black went out and got white head coaches. The only one was Ron Rivera, who came in a year before the black GM. So I don't know if that's a coincidence, but we talk about inequality. And here you have black GMs hiring white head coaches, right? You would think if there's anybody that wanted to make it more equal, they'd go out and hire a black right. head coach. Um, so that, Especially the NFL, because, I mean, you see it everywhere on the back of helmets and racism. Yeah. We right. all want to be whatever. And I'm all and the, fine with it. The end zones say it right there. So, how, I mean, how yeah. does that make sense? I, I don't, and I think it was... The attorney, obviously, it was the attorney's statement, right? Yeah, but I'm sure Mr. Flores looked at it. Right. Yeah. And there's got to be some legal jargon in there somewhere to do sure. something, you know, whatever. Yeah, but, but yeah. how can you say that it's his goal or whatever, it was their goal to hire this other person instead of uh, Flores because of racial inequality? That well, doesn't make any he's sense. he's saying he didn't get hired on that because he brought out the lawsuit. Yeah. And that might be, um, but it doesn't they hired sense. a black head coach. Yeah. So one point to add to this, and then we'll kind of get some of your thoughts on this. Um, you can make numbers any way you want them. Okay, so take this for whatever you want. So you've got five black GMs. You've got now two black head coaches, Mike Tomlin and Lovey Smith. We're waiting on, have they all been filled? So we'll go with seven for sure. Um, if you go with 32 teams and then you go executives or head coaches, which is what this statement was talking about, that is roughly 30% black head coaches or executives out of 32 teams, 30%. So we'll say a third, almost. The black population in America... I know we're going big here. Again, stay with me. Is what? 17%? Something like that. The black population in America. Um, so our, we're doing better in the NFL. At least you could look at it that way, right, number-wise. They're actually doing better than what's there to pick from because um, they don't make up that much of your pool to choose from whites and blacks in the NFL. Um, 
I don't think it's on race. Um, it could be. I'm all for minorities like women. There was uh, some women coaches now. I think the Chiefs had some. Um, there are some executives in the NFL that are women. We saw our first woman, uh, was it last year already? I know for sure I saw her this year, the um, the ref. Referee, yeah. Yeah. So I'm all for it. Obviously, we talk about equality and racism and all that. Um, again, I'm going to stand by this, and I don't think this is racism. But I'm all for chances for everybody uh, getting it. Eric Bieniemy got passed up again. But, you know, maybe he's just not a bad – maybe he's a bad interviewer. Maybe he's waiting out for something we don't know. Yeah. Um, and the jobs that were available weren't that good, so maybe he's like, oh, I hope I don't <laughs> get it. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like everything. You you build something for you you want it to be top quality, and so maybe you you're just not fit in that position. That I, like if I'm looking for a specific thing and you come in and you say one thing that I'm just like uh, I don't agree with that. I'm chances are I'm gonna not have you in. So. I think that's what's happening. He's probably going in there. And, and it's all about how you present yourself. He could be going in there kind of being a little cocky, dude. I don't know. I'm, I'm not in there. Yeah. But he could come in there and his whole demeanor, that right. My thing is I'll watch you as soon as you come in my door. And as soon as you come in my door, I can tell how I'm going to talk to you or how I'm going to speak to you by the way you come into the door. So if you come into the door and you got a little pep in your step, well, I'm going to hit you with something like, hey, What's going on? But if you come in and you kind of silent and you kind of moving, kind of, uh, what are what are you looking for? I gotta I gotta bring you where you are. And so that's probably what's happening. He's probably coming in there and he's not coming in there, really listening to what they're talking about. He's coming in there directing what he wants. I don't know. Why yeah. is we've talked about this? Isn't the first time this has been brought up in the NFL? But the lawsuit has made it bigger, right? Yeah. Um, is you know blackhead coaches and obviously they came out with the Rooney rule and and yeah. so and there again right we have to come up with a rule yep. to hire yeah. no to interview, to interview yeah. a minority yep. one how does that make you feel right yeah. they had to come up with a rule yeah so this person interviews me I don't Al want it already that's a terrible rule I don't I don't want the job yeah because I don't want you to Are be you feeling sympathy for me I I come in in there I'm displaying what I want, and then you go to, well, we got to hit our numbers. We got to hit our quotas. That's terrible. No, yeah. I don't want And it. there is quotas. Yeah, I don't want it. <laughs> There's quotas in a lot of jobs yeah. um, that people maybe don't realize. 100%. Um, I know of a job in Kansas City, and they have quotas to hit. Yeah. When you have quotas on who you're hiring, then are you getting the best person? Right. Right. You're passing up someone that maybe should have got the job. Yep. But you got to hit that quota. Got to hit the quota. Yes, sir. Yeah. And it's just, it's a bad, bad hole to go down. Yeah. Um, and if I was black, that wouldn't make me feel bad yeah. that you had a rule. Um, now, again, we probably need, I, I do want an equal playing field across the board. This is the way I look at it. If you don't cut it in the NFL, they have, what is it, HSBC? Do like uh, Dion did. Dion yeah, didn't the, try to come to HBCU yeah. uh, colleges. Dion didn't try to come into the league. Does he have the background to come into the league? Hell yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll be damned he does. <laughs> but he said, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go over here and show my expertise down here. And Maybe to, that's where you need to go. And not to mention he's doing it at an HBCU college, 
and sh- and he's changing the game for black athletes. <laughs> Talk about someone who's progressing. Yeah. Equal opportunity yeah. in black athletes in America. He got the number one recruit in the nation. <laughs> okay, and he's got some others following now because that kid. Yeah. He's changing the game. That's what I want to see. Go do that. Right? Educate him. It's not it. easy. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's easy for anyone. No. But make the change. Step up to the plate. And, yeah. you know, the league is over, I'd venture to guess, over 80%. I know it's over 70% black athletes. 71%. 71 Okay. Yeah, well, that's a little. Last, as of last year. So it actually, jumped up almost 22 or jumped up almost That's a little. 13% in one year. That's a little lower than I thought. I thought it was maybe over 80 or something. But um, he's the only one right now that I can remember bringing this to the front. Yeah. So if this is a real issue, then some other people need to step up and be by his side. Right. If this is really going on. That's what I'm saying. People need to step up to yeah, the why are you? Why are you rolling solo? Why are we all hiding then? I'm for it. If this is a real issue. Yeah. And he believes that it is. Yeah. And the league is run by black athletes, and they're the one that brings in the money. Step up, man. Yeah. Don't let that man sit by his side. Exactly. Stand arm to arm, right? Isn't that what we did with the kneeling down at Colin Kaepernick? We yep. all stood in solidarity and, and helped a guy out. Yep. Help this guy out. Right. I don't know. I'm so, going well, to be politi- politically correct here. That was uh, 71% are other than white. Other than white. And okay, it was well, about, yeah. About 60%. Uh, so over African 70% minorities. Right. Yeah, because yeah, you got. Yeah. Well, the only. I know of the kicker for the Falcons, Shoe. He's a badass kicker. I had him on my fantasy league. But that's something we need to keep an eye on yeah. and just uh, and see what's going on and how it plays out. Right. I'd really like to see what comes out. And I can't remember. I thought I read the NFL is not going to investigate the racism charges against the giants and the because there's no merit to it what they are going to investigate and i think this is okay is was he actually offered a hundred thousand dollars to lose games each game was he being paid to lose games for the dolphins by the owner who's white oh dang if that's true yes investigate it i'm not sure because i would imagine I don't know. Yeah. You better hope there's – you said this happened. You better hope you got some proof. Yeah. And what are we waiting on? You better, Where is the proof? Yeah, Let's put it out there. Put emails, it on Twitter. You better have some emails. You better have – Voicemails. You better have it documented. Because if it's just hearsay and yeah, he just said it to you – That don't matter. That's a big step. Yeah. You got to have some proof on that. I don't know. Um, Speaking of throwing games, <clears throat> do you hear they, uh, I guess, negated the yep. deflate gate? Deflate gate. Big Tom news Brady's deflate gate. So the NFL scrubbed records of the pressures of those balls for that game. This came out, Mike Florio and uh, a couple other guys. So that basically would have exonerated them from any wrongdoing, which means he wouldn't have been suspended for the four games. They wouldn't have lost. I think Bill Belichick was fined 500,000 at the time. I think they lost a draft pick. So they got in trouble. This would have basically exonerated them because it showed that the ball's pressure would have fluctuated with the temps of that game because it was a cold game, Yeah, which is what I thought. Now, let's just say they did change the pressure in those balls. 
<laughs> my ball pressure's changing. <laughs> but uh, if that's the case, why'd they scrub it? Yeah. I mean, they, they got rid of the record. So that came out today. That's some pretty big news. That's done and over with now. But yeah. you did ruin those. Did they go to the Super Bowl that year? Yeah, they went yeah. to and the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> what it didn't the matter. Yeah. yeah, they did win that year. Yeah. No, sorry, not that year. It would have been the next year what happened. Being suspended four games, losing a draft pick. What happened that year? I yeah. don't know if they won that year. But it could have changed the outcome having – because they went 3-1 and one yep. to start the season. So they actually did well. But um, actually, Tom Brady came back rejuvenated. You gave him a month off. Yep. <laughs> and he was pissed. Yeah. But, yeah, that's some crazy – It was crazy. It came out – what was it, one day? One day after he retires? Yeah, he, he retired. Uh, he retired, and then this came out. You want to talk? Now about, you can let him know. Yeah, <laughs> right. Is that on the same level as Hillary's laptop? Pretty close. Okay. <laughs> Deflating the ball. Anyway, there's some shady shit going on there. Yeah. And he's coming back. He's gonna come back. Uh, gonna, I think I he's gonna he come back from retirement. He might come back. I think he will. You well, t- you said he would. I didn't think he would, but I think he will. I think. Yeah. Did you see the we'll new see. name for the Washington uh, Washington football? I'm glad they got a name. It's hard to say Washington football team. So it's the Commanders. I really don't care. Some people are like, I hate the Commanders. For me, look at the names across the league. Does it matter? Right. I right. don't know. It's commanders. what you put out there. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's because it's Washington, D.C., so they're probably going along that military gotcha. commander type. I don't know if that's what they were going for, yeah. but. It is what it is. So if you didn't know, they got a new name. They had a comment I was reading the other day. It said, uh, I got to see better pictures of the unis. They might look sweet. They are pretty sweet. But this comment, it just ruined it for me. The guy said, uh, oh, the commanders, the, the, uh, they didn't know how to say it. The people that killed the Redskins. Thanks. (laughs) That's pretty good. Oh, oh, God, you're not kidding. Yeah. Oh, my. Good call. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ah. Oops. Yeah, people were saying, so what do we say when we're cheating? Like, go, go, commando. Commies. Go, commando. (laughs) Go, commando. That's the best one. Yes, Go, commando. (laughs) That's going to be wild. Ah. That is going to be wild. We were talking about Brian Flores, Whoopi Goldberg, black individuals in America, and I think it would be reminisce not to talk about this, but it is February. Yes, sir. And uh, Black History Month. Um, which I think black history needs to be celebrated. In my view, um, I hate that it's a month. Right. I don't know what you think about that. Yeah. I'm, first of all, it's the, it's the shortest month. And yeah, that's the first thing. Second of all, I, I don't want no dang on month. You celebrate me every day. Like, I'm here. It's like that quota <laughs> thing. Why are we... We're simplifying, we're boiling down black history. Like, let's celebrate it as American history. Yeah. And let's talk about it. Let's discuss yeah. it. Keep it in the textbooks. Don't be scrubbing anything. Right. Let's talk about it, what it is, yeah. and what did happen in, in slavery and, and yeah. not, and then just beyond slavery, just not that long ago, you know, and Dr. King days and Rosa Parks and not having the rights and segregation and, yeah. Um, it does just, need to be talked about. I just, I don't know. I, I remember, uh, when I was growing up, it was like, I never even knew any of that stuff. Like 
I didn't know until I, I actually thought everybody was the same color, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Until somebody actually told me, and and and, to, so, and that and that's what I that's why I'm just like, why do we have to have all that stuff? Just just be we we all be a human. Yeah, you see that with kids, Cato. Yeah, right? Right? you don't know none of that stuff. Mixed. Yeah. Okay. But kids, I love it. You see videos of yeah. black and white kid, a mixed kid, a white kid, an Asian kid, and a, and a black kid, right? Yeah. They all love each other. And at some point along the way, we get into our factions. Yeah. Right? And we all get divided. Yeah. And we lose sight of what it was to be a kid. Yep. Yep. And hug one another. Yeah. And love each other. And yeah. just. No, nobody, they don't know anything until somebody points it out. You didn't know racism. Yeah. You didn't know hate. No. Except maybe you hated when it was bedtime. Yeah. 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 You didn't hate yeah. any individual. No. You, you just, all you knew was fun. Everything was fun. And you just went. You was, he was trying, in fact, he was trying to come here. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have, we're going to, so anybody that watches this, we're going to bring my nephew on, Todd's son, Kato. He'll have a blast oh, man. with us sometime. Oh, yeah. Especially when He's he puts these headphones on. energetic little tank, man. <laughs> I love that kid. So, yeah. But because it is Black History Month, I thought we should at least talk about a few things. Speaking of talking about black history, and just so people know, if you don't know, there were some things I didn't know, so I just wanted to put that out there for listeners to to know the basics, right? right? The basics of Black History Month and how it started. Uh, started in 1926 by Carter G. Woodson, um, a black individual. It started off as a week. He called it Negro History Week. Um, But it basically, the reason, you know, we talked about February, right? 28 days. But it did start in February because it coincided with the birthdays of Abraham Lincoln, which was February 12th, and the famous Frederick Douglass, February 14th. So two famous guys that dealt, you know, had a lot to deal with for for black America. Um, It's also observed in Ireland um, and in the U.K., but they observed theirs in October. Wow. I don't know why, but that's just so they observe it too. Two other countries that do that have a Black History Month, so that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. We should probably make that. that worldwide, right? We should celebrate Black History worldwide, yeah. not just uh, uh, Canada and the U.S. is is February. That's the same. Um, it wasn't until 1976 Gerald Ford he recognized all of February, and that's why it went from Negro History Week to um, Black History Month. Wow. Um, we talked about why just a month and, and, you know, should it be that? And, and it's always been that. So that'll probably never change. Right. There's always going to be black history month. And I know, I know the premise of it is we want to celebrate and talk about, um, past. Yeah. Right. So, but we, we need to do that all year. Yeah. We need to celebrate. Um, I think that's why I don't like it. It's or, because or they're talking celebrate about it at all. No, I'm just talking about they they talk about old stuff. That's cool. Yeah. But now we're here. Right. So let's So let's move it forward. Yeah. So what are we doing now? Right. To celebrate the new right, it's a new Black History Month every year. Yeah. What can we do this month? Why do who we still we, have to talk about them? Who are we celebrating? They set the foundation. Yeah. Which I'm going to bring up. I wrote down some names like I was thinking in my head just off the top of my head. Um who are some um, black Americans that I thought kind of set the table? 
Some of them are older, like we talk about, and some are newer. Um, Harriet Tubman, obviously, she came. She was the first one to pop in my head, right? Yeah. We've all heard about her. She led enslaved people to freedom, the right. Underground Railroad. Um, Frederick Douglass did come to mind, huge civil rights activist, and uh, pushed for equality and human rights. Um, so he did a lot with, you know, paving that way, kind of paving that way for the next guy, and maybe one of the most famous, but uh, Martin Luther King Jr., obviously. And his big thing, which I love, and we don't see that now today, is the peaceful refusal to obey the law. Yeah. To bring social change. Peaceful. He was all about, if he got cuffed and went to jail, is what it is. Right. He was going to be peaceful (laughs) in everything he did, so they had nothing bad to say. Yeah. Besides just the color of his skin. Yeah. Right? But he was a big, he was a big game changer. Um Jackie Robinson, you know, I love sports. Yeah. Huge breaking the color barrier in baseball. Um, and then uh, I don't know how you couldn't bring up Barack Obama as the first black president. Right. I mean, that's huge. And to see that maybe more as a kid, right, um, to see someone your color on the biggest stage, that's big. You know, I see commercials of uh, – little kids and they see an athlete and that you always talk about uh someone says one thing to you could change your life you know but as a kid maybe 10 year old minority kid and you look on the screen and oh my gosh the leader of the free world and the president is a minority right i can do that too yeah and you can as a minority those were some of the few that i put you know and you talk about new and there's a lot more i mean just you know minority owners now in business yeah you see way more oh yeah oh yeah you like yeah yeah you've got your own business that would have been unheard of when you were back you know 60s 70s yeah you ain't owning no business no it was it was yeah it was far-fetched back then because it was it seemed like it was impossible because it was like who do you you got to know somebody or you got to have so much clout or you got to have so much money in, in order to do something and now i feel like everything's right at your fingertips so you can become whatever you want to become so easily these days that's why i tell my cousin all the time who who does music i'm just like dude you don't have to wait for somebody to sign you anymore you can go out there and create your your own music and and, and get it out there for You're people right. to hear create your own path yeah and uh which is great yeah it's something that needs to be celebrated i you know they talk about ways that you can celebrate black history month um and i feel like typically it's always what can you do as a white person to celebrate black history month um the one thing i would say and i love celebrating it and it's a storied past and we've come a long ways Rosa Parks on the bus, right? You know, so we've done a lot for equal rights and all that. And and we still have a long ways to go. Um, we do. So, but the whole, like, this is what you can do, right, <laughs> to help black America out for that one month. And it's just that, that adage again, like, here's a list of things that you can do, Patrick, as a white guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. I just like okay that's corny like how about we just help everybody out yeah right yeah. small business owners black or white yeah. and help you know what i mean so it's just yeah i don't know that racial divide man oh yeah they're good at that's it that's what we're they're gonna, really good at it yeah i don't know how well i know how they do it but they just keep 
Yeah. I don't know. I felt like we were, it's really blown up. Obviously, from, yeah. from gosh dang, last year, was last year the George Floyd incident? Yeah. And then just, I mean, yeah. just, you know, I felt like we were, we're getting better, but man, it comes back to what we talk about. Strike us again. <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, you guys are getting too comfortable. Yep. Oh, uh, you got a black and a white guy wanting to start a podcast. Uh, got to got to send some divide. We got to listen, Clay. Let's get. Are you listening? Let's get Clay in. Two it. white guys. Let's get Clay <laughs> in it. He's gonna be the one we're gonna target. <laughs> Make his mic go mute. <laughs> this is a bad analogy. Yeah. Uh, this popped uh, into my head. Wasn't it two thirds vote back in the day? Yeah. yeah. Two white guys, one black guy. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Where, oh my gosh. Where's that button? Where is that? <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Anyways, you got all sorts of stuff. You got the crickets? Oh, yeah. Play that. Yeah, that's, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> that, um, We talk about listening a lot. Yeah. That's probably, that's the biggest, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, for sure. Terrible. Everybody's going to have different opinions, but Black History Month and, and, you know, if you don't know a lot, I mean, I think it's something that you should research just to kind of see where we've come. Um, we have come a long ways. Oh, so, yeah, sure. and not just blacks. We can talk about oh, yeah. uh, Japanese concentration camps back in the day. You yeah. know, it's just stuff that I, you know, I should probably research more as a historian and, and look that up, but probably that I don't like reading too much. <laughs> so, that's a little bit of info on Black History Month and you know, just be nice to your neighbor. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Did you uh <laughs> this was funny. This happened a week ago. Um there's a kid on Twitter. <laughs> I brought it up to you. Yeah. The the <laughs> Elon Musk. So this this kid on Twitter and I don't know his age. Yeah. But he he has a Twitter page that follows Elon Musk's private jet around wherever he goes, right? Something fun to do. He and he probably thought nothing of it. Oh, he's yeah. just like, hey, Elon Musk is famous. I'm gonna follow his private jet around so people can see where he's going. Yeah. So Elon Musk comes out and says, um, you need to basically take that down for security reasons, right? So that's you know that's dangerous for people to know where my jet goes. I suppose I don't think we have like ground-to-air missiles across the country if you're flying around. But <laughs> I, I I suppose I get it. So the kid comes back and says, um, oh, well, he's so he offered him 5000 Yeah. to the kid to take down the Twitter page. And the kid goes, I, I know what he's thinking. I thought it too. Yeah. You're Elon Musk. You're going to give me 5000 That's it? Yeah, you You're the richest man. Yes, <laughs> I don't know if he's the richest. I think he is now. He's up I think there. He took if he's not him, number one, Jeff he's Bezos, close. But he's in the top five. Yeah. Irregardless, he's billions of dollars, and you're offering me five grand. Yeah. So the kid came back with, he's negotiating now yeah. with, with the richest guy in the world. <laughs> which is great. Which is great. Yeah. And he comes back with just a small offer that I thought he would take, yeah. Elon Musk. Um, how about you up that to 50000 to help pay for some of my tuition? Yeah. And a Tesla 3. Yeah. I figured, oh, Elon's going to take this, and the kid will take it down. You get it in writing. Yeah. Twitter page comes down. You can't put it back up because yeah. now your lawyer's involved, right? Elon's got the best oh, lawyers. Oh, yeah, for so. sure, for sure. And he might get it taken down anyways. Right. 
So, uh, and Elon says, nope, not 50,000 and no Tesla. So then it goes by and a few days later, a week later, uh, I don't know if it was Elon Musk, but, uh, a Tesla group came out or whatever, a car place said, we'll give you a Tesla, no money, but they'll give the kid a Tesla on a three year subscription. Yeah. And the kid's like the hell. I don't want that. Blue. I got to give it back in three years. Yeah. No. Yeah. It'd be funny to see if it comes out. So now he's thinking about maybe opening up more Twitter handles and, <laughs> and following other. I was going to say, it's what are we going to name our Twitter handle? Yeah. Cause I'll take five grand. It's brilliant. For I, real. It's brilliant. I think that's brilliant. Like sometimes you just play his cards, this. right? Yeah. He might get something out of it. Yeah. On the, I was talking to dad, you push too hard. You might get nothing. And yeah. I don't know if you want to mess with someone that he might get your Twitter banned anyways. Right. But we'll see. We'll see what comes. I thought that was kind of funny, though. That was hilarious. If he gets a test. That's cool. He's yeah, probably yeah. going to get blackmail charges, something like that. He's going to get, yeah, something crazy. Just give him the, the test. Just give him the Tesla. Just give him the Tesla. Say no money. No money, but here. Here's a Tesla. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, what's 80000 for yeah. him, no, it's like it's you ain't you ain't gotta give him the best one. Yeah. Calm down, goodness gracious! You just give him a forty-two thousand. There, yeah. there, there you go. Have you seen the bank? No big deal. They do look sharp. Yeah, yeah. and they you drive to, by themselves. Come on, you go to High V in Liberty now. Yeah, so I'm guessing though that's Tesla, obviously. But man, well, I'm 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 you. So I I actually wanted one, and I. I Got on there, made it, hundred thousand. But then I found this new company, and I said, "Ooh, sorry, Elon, I'm going to the Rivian." Okay, and, and that's where my eyes are right now. The Rivian is pretty sick. They're not out yet, but they're coming. As a guy that likes trucks, I wonder if I wonder how good the, the Ford truck. EVs or the GMCs. You know, they said they're coming out with. I heard that uh, EV, EV trucks. Ford is coming out with a new one. Yeah. And it's supposed to be like better than the one that's already out. Yeah. And it's supposed to be slick. It'd be sick. Yeah. Did we, uh, oh, we got some big news. Yeah. For next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Oh, Man, yeah. Good thing we didn't end this show without talking about that. Hey. Uh, <laughs> so, so we're going to be on the road. On the road. <laughs> oh, man. Not down be- here in this. Dungy Cave. Yeah, so we're going to be at Rise Nutrition, man. Um, we're definitely going to be doing a show uh, at there at the at the shop. It's going to be cool. Uh, what time? What time are we doing, Nikolai? What time? Three you, to four. Three we'll to four. Do three Is to that four. What we thought? I think. But, so. but, but you're open. What time do you does Rise open? We're open at six a.m. Six a.m. to four p.m. is right. your hours. Right. The show we're going to start at three. Cool. By three, we'll start. Okay. Um, and then we'll run it. Even if the shop closes down, if yep. we're still rocking and rolling and we got people in there and we're talking, yep, we'll keep it rolling for you guys. Um, I wanted to give out I don't, my phone. Do you got the address off the top of your head? Oh, yeah. 5569 Northwest Berry Road. 5569 Northwest Berry Road. That's Kansas City, Missouri. Yes, sir. Um, so if you're in the area, um, come up there. You can talk with us. We'll be doing our show on the road for the first time. Um, it's going to be a great podcast. Yeah. 
um, yeah. get you out of that winter funk. We got lots to talk about. Oh uh, yeah. And yeah, if you come up there, um, it's pretty set in stone. So yep. if we decided we're going to use dual delivery, yeah. Okay. We'll use that. So we're going to have a code. Yep. Write this down. Dual delivery is the code word. Yes. Dual delivery. Just how it sounds. Yep. Dual delivery, dual delivery, dual delivery. <laughs> Use that code. Come into the shop between three and four when we're doing our podcast. Yep. And we're going to do $2. $2 off yeah. your shake combo. Yeah. $2 off a combo. Yep. And you'll get a meat clay, which you don't get to see. Right. Yes. That'll be fun. That will be fun. You got to come up there. And $2 in clay face. $2 <laughs> in clay face. And wait, there's more. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there on. might be more. All right. Um, we'll, we'll come up. We're going to come up with something. Okay. Um, but what I wanted to let people know is if they haven't, whether you want to do shakes or not, no biggie. Right. But if you're that coffee fan or you need some energy yeah. for the evening, yeah, I'm telling you, you got to get a rise tea. Yep. And I don't know. You got multiple flavors. Yeah. Hey, get the Irish kiss. Mm. Fire. Strawberry kiwi. But they will get you going yeah. without without the crash at the end. And yeah. It's going to be awesome. You guys have a Rise swag, maybe? I, I got to get some yes. of them Rise, them Rise uh, shirts or something. Maybe tumblers or something. We have some tumblers for sure. Oh. I know that. If you like no shakers, shakers, yet, shakers and tumblers and that stuff, yeah. if right. you're working out, you can get one of that. Yeah. We'll, uh, it's coming. Um, we're for sure going to do the code word dual delivery if you come between three and four. Yep. Go up to the, the whatever you call them, bartenders, baristas, your shake maker. Healthy bartender. The healthy the healthy <laughs> people that work up there. Yeah. Um, whoever's behind the counter. Yep. And uh, let them know uh, code word dual delivery. You'll get $2 off um, your shake combo. And we'll be there and we'll visit. And yeah. You guys can throw questions at us while we're talking and yeah hey did so i apologize did we have questions i'm sorry yeah we, we do this every one. week now if you got questions we had one <clears throat> or two probably or my dad yeah i think <clears throat> travis talked about the nascar race so hopefully he'll get a listen to that yeah oh. shout out to Travis. yeah thank you t Retz. <laughs> Dwayne put it on last week's picture oh okay actually yeah i got you he was um, you had mentioned it before. I just wanted to make sure we touched base on it a little bit. Uh, he says, especially since LA mayor, mayor failed. Wait, what? <laughs> well, Hold he's up. not the best at, yeah, he did it backwards. He's basically, he was talking about how they had, here you go. So you think there is more than a 0% chance Anyone gets removed from the Super Bowl for no mask, especially in L.A. Yeah, no chance. Yeah. And I'm not sure. I, I Okay, I tried watching the race, and I didn't. I believe, so even that race, what was it, 50,000 fans? Yeah. I don't think they had masks on. Yeah. Oh, and, and then he said, <laughs> especially since the L.A. mayor failed to wear one in public. Oh, yeah. I during his photo that. op with Magic Johnson or and whatever. Said he held, and he said he held his breath. <laughs> He literally sure. said he That's held he his said. breath. Oh, okay. <laughs> I held my this breath. This guy. I held my breath. First off, 
the whole time. <laughs> and and the lockdowns. If you don't know, I'm not going to get into COVID. We can end these lockdowns. But if you're hosting the Super Bowl there and you had that big NASCAR race, ain't no one wearing masks no. at that. You're paying a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, if I'm paying that for much a for a suite, ticket, I ain't putting a mask on. You and no one must now, be. There will people that put a mask on just because that's what they believe in. They want to. Yeah. No biggie. If you want to wear one, wear one. But most of that stadium is not going to have masks. On, yeah. Nor are you going to get removed. Yeah. I guarantee it. I pay that much money. Not I, for I wish five you would. grand. Yeah, I wish you would That's try to come down bleeds. there. Hey, you better back back, bro. Back up. <laughs> you know how much money I got? Man. I'm here at the Super Bowl. I got money. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, oh, my gosh. So, yeah, we'll see. It'll be interesting. Ain't no one getting removed. Yeah. But the big thing. On the road next week, yeah. Rise Nutrition. What's the address again? 5569 Northwest Berry Road. $2 off a combo. Come see us. Hang out. Yeah. It'll, it'll be, be fun. fun. For yep. sure. And that'll be on Monday. Monday. Dang. Yes, Monday. Coming quickly. Coming up. Valentine's Day. Yeah. So you can get that. You can get that tea. Yeah. Get we, you actually, going we got a, uh, what is it? We, love struck. We got a love struck tea. Mm. Yeah. So come and get a love struck tea. And I think we might even have a special tea on that day, too. That's Aww. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, buddy. Coming from the Howard. I'm going to wear my favorite outfit. Hell yeah. (laughs) So we're excited. Come see us. Come see us. And uh, take care, everybody. Yep. Hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Going to be great, people. This podcast was brought to you in part by Rise Nutrition.